Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on, get in! Well, it's noon on Tuesday, February 14th. Love is in the air. It's Valentine's Day. And this is news that you can use from CarEdge with your hosts, uh, well, Loverboy and his dad, Ray. <laughs> ah, I'm not sure if what's worse. Yesterday's intro where I referred to my girlfriend as our girlfriend or today you referring to me as Loverboy. Either way, Pops, did you see the headline for today's show? Did you see what I came up with? Uh, well, before I even look... Um, uh, what, 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 what did you get our girlfriend for Valentine's day? We're, we're working on it. We are going to get that done before we get home tonight. So we are working on it. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. <sighs> we'll get it figured out. Sure. Sure. No, I, you know, I hear all the Valentine's gifts and stuff are, are 50% off tomorrow. So. <laughs> Just, just say it. <laughs> All right, we we went with that. Americans are idiots and won't stop buying expensive cars. Did you see? I went with that was my words, not yours. Did you see this yes. yesterday, Dad? In yes. Cox Automotive, luxury share of U.S. market sets new record in January as transaction prices remain up five point nine percent year over year. Okay, transaction prices going up. Yeah, we're we're getting fed up with that. Actually, month over month, they went down nearly half a percent. But the thing that fed me up about this, Dad, yes, yes, is this luxury share hits record high. Yeah, look at this, Dad. Strong luxury vehicle sales have been a primary reason for overall elevated new vehicle prices. This remained the case in January when luxury vehicle share jumped to a record nineteen point six percent. One in five new cars sold. In January, were luxury cars up from eighteen point six percent, which was the previous record. Dad, uh, yeah, yeah. What so, are you doing so, here? so what? What? What does that tell you? I, I know what it tells me. What's it tell you? Well, it, consumerism, it, it, marketing. What does it tell you? It tells me um, that this is a market that is being driven by people of means and not by the rest of us, okay? Um, people of means that have, that have the resources to buy luxury cars are, in fact, going out and buying luxury cars. Um, I don't think today the pretenders, the wannabes, uh, with interest rates what they are and pricing what it is and inflation what it is, I don't think those folks are out there buying luxury cars. So I think this this indicates to me that there are more people with above average means that that are filling the void in the marketplace right now. And by the, and by void, I mean that there are fewer and fewer people in the market. But it's it's more rich people that are in the market than it is average people in the market. So that's kind of a scary thought. And and I think I mentioned it yesterday. I mean, I've heard some rumors that 
that Honda is going to bring back some lower uh, uh, priced trim levels uh, because they realize that, well, first of all, they don't produce a luxury car uh, other than on the Acura side, and, and even that's only yeah. near luxury. Um, they realize that somebody has to start catering to the rest of us, okay? It can't just be the rich of us. It has to be catering to the rest of us. Um, so that's that's what it says to me. I got a couple of things that I got to pull up and show you. Before I do, I want to let everyone know on Thursday, you have to yes. tune in on Thursday. We have Tommy and Roman from the fast lane. They'll be joining us on the show. So please tell a friend to tell a friend and make sure you're yeah. here on Thursday on the Ray and Zach channel. We have Tommy and Roman from the TFL crew going to be with us. Now, dad, there's an interesting development here. There's, there's so okay. many interesting angles of this. You're blaming the consumer. Obviously I came up with today's title. So I'm blaming the, the consumer as well. There was an article dad that came out in yes. Bloomberg yesterday that I think is timely. And I, you all remember my uh, my 2023 goal is 100,000 Twitter followers, and we are, yeah, we are as likely to get a Valentine's Day gift as we are to get to 100,000 Twitter followers. But yeah. Dad Bloom yeah. came out with this yesterday. New automakers used to run plants at full tilt and sell cars for deep discounts. Now they're keeping inventories tight and prices high, putting a shiny new ride out of reach for the typical American family. The other culprit here, and I I quote tweeted and said. Back in the late 1950s, Toyota came to the United States selling affordable and reliable cars. They took massive market share over the following decades. I'm not sure which auto automaker will run that playbook again, but the same thing will happen soon. So, Dad, it's not only the consumer. It's also these yes. automakers intentionally choosing to run their plants, not at full tilt, and to yes. simply make more expensive vehicles. And eventually, someone will run the Toyota, Subaru, Honda playbook again, and they will get a ton of market share. Now... The one other yes. factor to queue up for you, Dad, is this. At the same exact time, we are seeing a striking decline in the next generation of vehicle owners choosing not to even get their driver's license, Dad. So there is wow. a, a current development that we don't spend time talking about, but where is it here? Give me a second. In 1997, 43% of 16-year-olds and 62% of 17-year-olds had a driver's license. In 2020, those numbers had fallen to 25% and 45%. That's another factor wow. here, Dad. Well, so well maybe, let me ask maybe, you. Yeah. I, I was going to say, let me ask you a question. Who's actually going to be able to drive those Ubers for those kids? Uh <laughs> I mean, if it's people like me, you know, as as a 90 year old, you're not really going to want me picking you up in an Uber and driving you around. Uh, you know, um, maybe they're smarter than the rest of us in that sense. I, I mean, I mentioned to you the other day, you know, that I, I look at my car. And between my car payment and my insurance, uh, you know, I. I I spend very little on gas because I drive 300 miles a month, if that. Um, but I thought to myself, you know, my God, it's it's close to, to uh, what, $600 a month. So mm -hmm. that puts me at, what, $7,200 for the year. And I said to you, maybe when this lease is up, I, I just don't get another car. And, and when I need to travel from... Uh, the Jersey Shore from Ventnor 
to Bethesda to the home offices of Car Edge, uh, I get a driver to take me. It, it's still, you know, if it cost me $300 to do that, it's half of what I was spending to have my own car. So do you not see the, 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 what's happening here? Essentially, we are pricing out the next generation of car owners. They are yes. choosing to do what you're suggesting you're going to do, because honestly, you're, you're thinking to yourself, it's cheaper for me to not own a car or lease a car, just get rides when I need it. Yes. And at the same time, and at the same time, we are uh, the automakers are intentionally making this decision to just get profits today versus have a long term. I'm telling you, some automaker is going to come in here and slide in and say, OK, you guys all play that strategy. We're going to play the other one like Toyota did in 1956. And in about two decades, you'll be wondering why we're the number one selling brand in the United States. And you're not. I don't know which one it's going to be, Dad, but because I don't I don't see a world where we've invested so much money in all these highways and roads and things like, like the idea of not having cars, you know, mm -hmm. people owning cars. I don't believe, I don't believe that's an outcome of this. I do think those Gen Zers, when they move to the suburbs, they're going to have cars. They're just not going to choose all the really expensive ones. They can't, they can't. And an automaker is going to step up and actually do that. Or maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm the idiot here. And maybe all the consumers out there will get swayed by the marketing and they'll convince themselves to, to pay way too much for a vehicle. You know what I would love to know? Um, huh. when it comes to uh, people buying luxury cars, I would love to know the demographics. Uh, you know, is it is it boomers and retired boomers that have invested wisely that are treating yeah. themselves at the uh, latter part of their lives because, well, they can afford to? Uh, is it is it people in their 50s on up? with very few people below 50 doing it. Uh, that's what I would be curious to know. And if if a big percentage of those that are buying luxury cars are 50 and older, well, that means your buyers are dying off sooner uh, because they are older. So Absolutely. what's going to happen? Yeah, what's going to, you know, it's it was almost like... Uh, if you if you had a Buick dealership, okay, you you really didn't worry too much about customer retention because the joke was, well, this is the last car your customer's buying anyway because of the age of the people that were buying it. Um, so, you know, what happens as as these boomers, if 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 it's an older if 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 ownership skews much older, what happens moving forward two, three, four years from now, as more and more of these people are dying off, um, what's going to happen to luxury car sales then? You know, it just, I, I, I will go back to what I've said. And that is, huh. we need more affordable cars for the vast majority of Americans, and we need to stop catering to the small minority of Americans that can actually afford to buy a car in today's market. And I agree with you. If someone comes along and follows Toyota's playbook from the 50s and 60s, uh, they will make inroads in market share that will be shocking to many of the legacy brands. Um, yep. And, and honestly, 
I don't know if any of the big players, Toyota, uh, Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Hyundai, Kia, uh, and then all your all your Merkinburg. I, I don't know if any of them will be the ones that do it, that it might have to be a different import brand that comes into the country and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, says, hey, we're not for the elites. We're for the rest of you. You know, it, it's yeah. it's almost like Festivus for the rest of us. Um, you know, <laughs> it could be Festivus Motors. I don't know. Festiv Festivus <laughs> Autos for for Festivus for the rest of us. We're the ones that can help you afford to buy a car. Um, yes. I, I just, I mean, somewhere along the line, it, it's got a yeah. pencil. You know, if you could be selling millions... Why others either are that dead or everyone either that or everyone ends up trying to be Ferrari. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. Mobility is needed for another subset of humanity. Even if they're not car owners, that subset of humanity are the gig workers who drive the rest of us around. Okay, they're not going to be driving us around in Porsches. That's not what it's going to be. It's too expensive. It just no. doesn't make sense. So, I, I completely agree with you. Some automaker is going to come in and build. The people's car, you know, one that 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 people can actually afford. And I don't know when it happens, but I think it happens relatively soon because it's unsustainable what we're seeing in the market. And another factor that makes it unsustainable, Pops, interest rates. Look at yes. this chart. This came out of data just today from Cox Automotive. Gang, I know it's tiny on the screen, but read that subhead up there. Auto loan rates keep moving higher with average new up to 8.62% and average used up to 13 0.18%. One of the things I'm very proud of that we have over on CarEdge.com is when you're looking at a vehicle. So let's say you're looking at this 2019 Ford F-250. You can scroll down, not only see the price history, of course, you can see what it's going to mm -hmm. cost you out the door, in this case, in the state of California. You can then play around, folks, with the monthly payment calculator. So let's say I put no cash down, and I'm crazy and I want to finance this for 96 months at the average used car APR, I'm still paying $1,084 a month. Obviously, I'm not going to finance that for 96 months. What if I do something a bit more reasonable? 60 months. It's still a $1,500 a month payment on a pickup truck. So that's another and, factor in all this, Dad, interest rates. And that doesn't take into account the cost of maintenance, the cost of insurance, the cost of fuel. I mean, it's these. And that's lower on the page, folks. All you got to do is scroll down. That's lower on the page. Cost of depreciation, yeah. cost of insurance, maintenance costs. That's all right there. Just scroll down on the page. And, and it's, you know, it, it, is, it is shocking to me. Um, when when I saw what the average interest rates are, it's shocking to me that used car sales were up in January and are up so far in February. Who who is actually buying these cars and why? I I, I mean, why would anybody agree? to pay the type of payments it takes to buy one of these cars. And most of these people, or a lot of these people, I shouldn't say most because I don't know, but a lot of these people are going to the extended terms of, of yeah, 72, it, yeah. 84, and 96 months. 
And they are just what they don't realize when they do it is that they are about to, to find themselves choking on the amount of interest that they're going to be paying back on these car loans. And it, it just, it makes no sense to me, which is why I think it, this is a, this is, this is an anomaly, what we've seen so far in January and, and February, um, that it's just, this is not sustainable. I keep saying it, and so far, uh, folks out there, uh, the idiots that keep buying expensive cars, are proving <laughs> me wrong. But at a certain yeah. point, at a certain point, Zach, I'm sorry, you run out of idiots, Okay, there's only so many idiots, and at a certain point, you're going to run out of them. And, and then the rest of us are going to be sitting around going, Well, how am I ever supposed to buy a car at these interest rates and at these prices? It's just, it's, it's, it isn't, it's sustainable in the short term, but it is not sustainable in the long term. And these are businesses that hope to be growing and they're yeah. not really growing. So that impacts long-term sustainability. Uh, costs aren't going down. Employment costs aren't going down. Labor costs aren't yeah. going down. Parts costs aren't going down. So how do you, how do you make up for that by volume to bring down the average cost per vehicle? I'm telling you, once we run out of idiots, and well, this is America, so there's there's probably an abnormal amount of them out there. But once we run out of them, there's going to be a real issue. And let's be clear: we entirely recognize that there are people that need capital and ed need to buy a car that is different when we look at historical trends in luxury car market share, and it just keeps month over month setting new records. That is not. Those are not people out there who need to buy a car. Those are those are people who are choosing to buy those more expensive vehicles, making it more difficult for the people who need to buy cars. It's it's a dichotomy of economies. Terrible phrase. Dichotomy of economies for for those who have and those who don't. And the automakers are tailoring for those who have. And those that don't are now getting the squeeze of used car prices starting to go back up. They're trying to find more affordable vehicles. It's impossible. It's it's a a situation that i think we're both uh, fed up with to be honest and yeah pops let me pull up two comments in the chat first here from joe okay. i'm going to get an amish horse and buggy just make sure you don't pay for the extra options on that joe no and, uh and, no heated and, and ventilated seats no and, moon and if i if i may you could just get a regular horse and buggy it doesn't have to be amish <laughs> that's a good point and dad we have yeah. here from andrew i think an interesting an interesting question curious what you consider to be an expensive car dad Anything over $40,000 to me, to my mind, that's expensive, okay? Because once you start crossing the, the plateau of $40,000, the payments uh, just keep, I, I, they're staggeringly high. So I, I don't, yeah, that to me is, that, that's what I think, 40 grand. Yeah, that seems like a lot of money to me. I don't know your 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 sister and brother-in-law just got a car for under thirty thousand. Okay, um, 
So if, think about how much of an anomaly they are. Like they're a oh they my are, gosh, um, they're yes. an outlier in the data set. Oh, absolutely, they are. Yeah, yes. Um, and 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 what's really funny, if I may digress for a moment, go for you it. You know, I as you well know, I always said, hey, we're never going to let money where the lack thereof <laughs> stop us from doing the things that I think you and your sister and your mother were entitled to experience. I, I didn't, I, I, I didn't always know where the money was going to come from. Um, but I was never going to let the lack of money prevent us from experiencing <laughs> different things. And, and your sister, God bless her, who grew up realizing my mindset when it came to money um, is the polar opposite. Um, or at least she married a man that's the polar opposite. And maybe she's, she's trying to impact him to a certain degree. But, you know, she has figured out how you don't have to have the very most expensive of anything. You, you need the things or you can get by with the things that are more, slightly more than adequate um, and provide a better value than overpaying for things. So God bless her. I don't know where your sister got that from. Uh, either that or her, Zach, is a really, really great influence on her. Um, because you know me. I, I just, to this day, I, I you know, I, you know, I joke around, uh, you know, I'm going to do everything in my power to spend your inheritance. Um, <laughs> I want it to be as little as possible. Um, but, <sighs> Thanks, Dad. Well, it's the least I can do. Uh, <laughs> but, you, you know, my, my point is that you, you don't need to spend $40,000. Sometimes you don't need to spend $30,000. And, and we need more people to think that way. And we need more manufacturers to build cars that would fit into those concepts. Just me. Really? You've you got to be, be kidding, kidding me. All right. So we didn't spend a ton of time talking about this on the show, but we have a resolution, Dad. Yes. All those Hyundais and Kias that were getting stolen. There are some insurance carriers out there, State Farm being one of them, that will not provide auto insurance to certain Hyundais and Kias because they are so easy to steal as a result of a TikTok going viral explaining how to sneak into these without alerting authorities. Now, Dad, the thing yes. that makes this today's really, you've got to be kidding me, because there's a software upgrade to the 8.3 million vehicles. You remember when we got, like, we had computers back way, way back when, and, like, you would have all these, you'd have, like, McAfee, you'd have a vast, you'd have, like, all these different anti-spam anti, anti -spam softwares, or whatever that, what, yeah. what are they called? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, malware. Antivirus. 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 Malware, yeah, malware okay. bites. We're about to have the same thing for cars. You're going to have to download your McAfee, your Avast, your malware. But it is, it is unbelievable that two aspects of this are really got to be kidding me. Something goes viral on TikTok and now insurance carriers won't offer insurance for those cars. And the, and the OEM solution is to have you download you know, McAfee anti, antivirus. It's insane to me that this is the reality of the situation. It, it, it's, you know... Technology is a wonderful thing to a certain degree. 
software is a wonderful thing to a certain degree. Um, in some ways, it makes our life easier. Uh, in other ways, it drives me absolutely effing crazy. Um, you know, especially especially when when it isn't easy to use. Um, yeah. But yeah, you're you're looking at a situation with 8.3 million cars that don't have the push button start. So if it's a key, an actual damn key. Um, and those cars were so easy to steal that, yes, many insurance companies have gotten to the point where they said, we won't insure. You know, I mean, what's the point of insuring them? It's like uh, we, we know we're going to have to buy them a new car. Um, so uh, the yeah. premium's not enough. And l- unless you make the premium like 20 grand, what's the point? Um, so Hyundai and Kia had, have to figure out a way to correct the situation to make those millions of cars still um, desirable and still desirable enough for insurance companies to insure them. So, yeah, you know, they're actually going to increase the length that the alarm goes off to a whole minute if somebody tries to steal it from 30 seconds. Uh, But, (sighs) yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, life life was just, sometimes life was just simpler, I don't know, before TikTok, uh, before some (laughs) of this technology. Uh, And maybe, maybe this is just the, the Chinese their their way of getting back at us uh, for so far not bringing in a lot of Chinese. Well, China, TikTok is a Chinese company. Yeah. Okay. You know, maybe they're mad because we haven't allowed them to bring their electric cars into the country yet. I don't know. Okay. All right. So, all right. I thought you yeah. were not. I thought you were talking about like a, a demographic of people, not like no! a, 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 no. a um, what's, I'm, what's, I'm their, talking what's about the style country. of government they have in China? Um, People's Republic. Uh, but what is that? It's a dictator. It's a communist, a communist government. Yeah. Not, yeah. I, yeah. No, I was talking yeah, yeah. about. You were referring to the communist talking... government. Got it. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I wasn't referring to Chinese people. I was referring Understood. to the right, country enough. of China. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, uh, Dad. But honestly, it's also think about it. If you're, if you're uh, someone who does this and this is fun for you, you kind of just want to go viral. You go viral. I mean. The thing that I think is interesting about this, that is you can already see, you can already see a dealer addendum sticker or on and out the door price. You're going to see antivirus like that is. I mean, we've looked at some um, dealer worksheets that have crystal fusion on them and we have no clue what that means. You are totally no, going no. to see. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I learned what crystal fusion is. OK, huh. and it's 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 not the drug that I thought it was that you could get on most corners in 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 America. It, it is it is a coating for the windshield. OK, there um, to but make you can to, already see there's going to be there's going to be yeah. uh, antivirus is going to be a line us again next time, which is probably if there's tomorrow a to get the news you can use. I'm sure there could be YAA an antivirus. Is your trusted source uh, for all things to, auto. To Thanks for listening. Me. See you soon. Somebody is going to come up with that. That's the big question the FMI. Well, you know how much technology yeah, exactly. is Well, there is an antivirus that's available for it. It's only $895. It'll impact your payment about $20 a month. Uh, I would highly recommend it. Um, you know, yeah, sure, absolutely. Your F and I voice is fantastic. Well, and if somebody hasn't come up with that yet, they're about to. Okay, <laughs> they they are absolutely about to because it it makes the 
that should be the easiest sale ever in the F and I office. Um, we well, you have any idea how many computers are in your damn car? How yeah, you want a, you want a virus in those computers? Do you have any idea what that can do to your car? You're gonna look like a cruise car in San Francisco where it just stops at an intersection <laughs> and doesn't go again. Do you want that in your car? Well, I've got a way for you to protect yourself from something like that happening to your car. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like you want to protect investor, that, yeah. that that depreciating asset because it's not really an investment. I used to love, I used to love when huh. people would say to me, well, you know, my car is an investment. And I used to look at them. I go, let me ask you a question. If I was your, if I was your stockbroker and I called you up and I said, hey, I've got a great idea. Give me $50,000 a day, and I'll show you how I can turn that into $25,000 in three years. Are, are you using me as your stockbroker? I don't think so. A car is not an investment. A car is an expense, yeah. okay? So when people used to say to me, oh, well, you know, this, this is a pretty big investment. If this is what you think an investment is, you need you might be one of the idiots that won't stop buying expensive cars if you think a car is an investment. You like how I tied that Bob's, into the wanna, title? You did. You did a good job. I want yeah. to I want to remind everyone or let everyone know we I'm looking for feedback. We launched a new homepage over at caredge.com trying to highlight some of the ways that we can help you out. I'm not going to show all of it, but I would love if we could get some feedback, just head to caredge.com. And as a reminder, you can do all the free things over here under resources or all these various menus, but would love some feedback on the new and revised homepage. And yes, that is Miss Kimberly Klein up at the top there. So look forward yes. to hearing some feedback later on. Pops, can you please sign us off and let us know, are we doing a show yeah. tomorrow? I'm not available tomorrow, but are you doing a show? And if so, if so, with who? And you've got a show with Justice after. Why don't, why don't we not do a show tomorrow? And then we'll just come back on Thursday with the TFL crew. Well, I, that might make the most sense since uh, you you won't be available. You'll be uh, available. Yeah, you're you're unavailable tomorrow. So so I apologize in advance. There will be no no show on this channel tomorrow, but I will be on the Electric Channel with uh, uh, with our show Unplugged, uh, Car Edge Electric Unplugged with Justice tomorrow and Phil from our team. Um, yep. So you can join us for that at 1245 on our electric channel. Otherwise, Zach and I will be back here on Thursday at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from CarEdge. How'd I do? That was great. And we'll be on with Roman and Tommy from TFL. So you can't wait to talk to them on Thursday. Pops, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. And thanks for being here. Thank you all for being here. Yes, thank you all. We'll see some of you on the electric show tomorrow and others of you will see you on Thursday. Have a good one, guys.